You're listening to Mature Allure. Here, we chat about self-care, relationships, careers, and all the things living a mature life includes. I'm your host, Sherry O. Welcome. So we're going to start with um, you just introducing yourself and telling everyone a little bit about you. Hi, so my name is Kim Baker. I'm the founder uh, and owner of Glamazon Beauty, former Wilhelmina model and one of the pioneering women of the plus model industry. And um, yeah, I'm just a woman who loves all things beauty. <laughs> well, that's nice. So personalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that That's a lot. That means mm-hmm. a lot more sometimes. Absolutely. An actual surface. Um, so then tell us about your makeup line, Glamazon Beauty. So Glamazon Beauty literally started out of my uh, journey as a model uh, throughout my entire career. Um, you know, I dealt with having to mix my own foundations, having to find formulations that didn't feel like a mask, trying to encourage cosmetic brands to show our beauty because our beauty is beautiful too. I think we are some of the most unique beings on the planet. We come in every shade of the rainbow, including black and then past the shade of, uh, I mean, including white and past the shade of black. So, you know, I just feel like, you know, and now, you know, I've been saying this and blowing this horn for over 25 years, maybe more. And uh, and now, all of a sudden, when people realize the power of the Black dollar, everybody wants to jump on the let's celebrate Black women train. But I am a Black woman. I've been celebrating us from day one, inception. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so I, I created Glamazon Beauty uh, long before RuPaul ever started using that name. That's why he couldn't use it for his brand. Um, mm. And that is because as a young girl, my my daughters, I mean, my, my, my great aunt used to call me a glamour girl. So, you know, I remember one day thinking about, you know, what Amazon was. And I you put those two together, Glamazon. And then it just was a word that seemed to catch on all around the, the country, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to your site and I saw that you have, what was it? Perfect face in less than eight minutes. Can you tell me a little bit about that? So the perfect face is, uh, has to do with the fact that first of all, the formulation is correct. That's half the battle. It's trying to find a formula that feels like skin, looks like skin and is weightless. And my foundation is all of those above. So um, with that said, part of the perfect face solution is having your foundation stick, your concealer. But the nice thing about Glamazon is if you pick out your foundation shade, I do the rest for you. I make sure that you know your your powder. So if you're, you, you, for instance, would be my Tahiti powder, you would be my number seven golden chestnut, you would be my honeysuckle, you know, um, concealer, my peach corrector. So, you know, those are the things once you have 
the foundation, no pun intended, once you have the foundation of your makeup mastered, the rest is simplistic. Like your eyeshadows, your lipsticks, your yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's really, really hard to find, well, at least for me, the perfect shade. Some mm -hmm. things are either too red looking, right. too yellow. And then I used to mix the two. Like I would get something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would get something and mix the two together. That's um, my story. Yep. That yep. was my story. It happened on it it happened so much that I used to go to shoots ready because with my foundation already done. Because too many times I would have a maybe a um a lighter skinned person, a Caucasian woman that didn't really know how to match my skin. And sometimes I would end up with too much of a gray, too much of a red, too much of a too much yellow. So I used to just go prepared. Yep. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. So then what are maybe two or three tips you can give somebody who doesn't wear a lot of makeup? Let's, let's just say, because like I don't wear a lot of makeup, but when I want to wear makeup, I want it to be. Yes, one point. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the first thing every woman should do is your eyebrows. Your eyebrows, if your eyebrows are done, your face is 70% complete. Uh, you look awake. <laughs> the next thing, don't go out without a concealer because if you uh, cancel out any blue and then brighten under the eye, it makes, it gives more awake and more youthful appearance. And the next thing I would say is always have a mascara on because it really defines your eyes, you know, and really, you know, just makes you, it, it really works well with having a concealer is to have your mascara. Those are the three essentials, I would say. After, I mean, of course, foundation is is number one because it evens you out, but those are the three, and particularly the brows, number one. I, I completely agree because huh? me and brows, like I have none right now. I waxed them so much when I was, you know, mm -hmm. younger. So now I'm always like trying to get that brow done. And sometimes even if I don't, put on makeup, this might be the wrong thing to say, but even if I don't put on makeup, like I will put something around my eyes, that's put it. on some mascara and draw those brows on. That's it. And I'm good. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's the perfect, yep. that's the perfect prelude to the perfect face. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Um, mature skin. You know, we talked about brightening up the eyes and the, the things you can do to make you look more awake and younger, youthful. What about like, what are some things we should avoid? Because, you know, sometimes there's without SPF, sunlight without SPF, especially for fairer skinned people, you know, even fair skinned black people. And, I mean, that now they say even women as deep as me have to wear SPF, you know, uh, because of the ozone layer. But um, I think that that is essential. And I'm actually working on a sunscreen as we speak. But it is so important that, you know, sunscreen is worn, especially as a preventative product. And then you want to continuously wear it as the skin matures. Yep. Okay. And of course, a good moisturizer. Is there a particular like foundation? You know how there are cream foundations, matte foundations um, that maybe people should avoid if their skin might be, a, you know, maybe there are some lines or... 
Um, if you have a lot of lines, I think you definitely want to avoid a matte foundation. I think you want your skin to look a little bit more luminous. Matte does exactly that. It mats out the skin. If you're maturing, this listen, life is matting you out as it is. <laughs> so I think the thing that if, if you have, um, I think you want to go with a, a skin finish foundation. And that's what our second skin foundation is all about. Skin finish. Wow. Mm. So can you talk a little bit more about that? The skin finish? So our uh, second skin foundation, foundation is exactly that. It's a formula. As a matter of fact, Natasha, can you hand me a second skin foundation? Uh, it is exactly that. It has hyaluronic acid. It has um, a jojoba oil. It also has... Um, uh, oh my goodness, pearl, pearl for lumin luminosity. So I have so much going on. Oh, here we go. Okay. Perfect shade too. So I'm going to show it to you on my hand. So mm. this is my second skin foundation. This is the box. Okay. I just want to show this to you on my hand so you can see. So this is my hand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it here. A little bit here. And as you can see, it glows a little bit more. Yeah. My dry looking hand. <laughs> it does. When I spread it out, it really is a skin finish. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really looks, that looks like good. So I'm going to take looks good. a little bit more, put it all over my hand. And there it is. Uh -huh. And the coverage is really good too. It is really, really this good. This one looks more radiant than this. Yeah. One. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually. Oh wow, that looks great. And it's and and notice one other thing. It's brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we are not red people. We are not pink. We're not gray. Yellow. We're, That's we're what brown I'm brown people. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? Until you said that. I noticed how perfect of a match that what it was, but I didn't think brown. You know what I mean? I just brown. didn't think that. And that yeah. is initially what I think. You know, my granddaughter said it best. <laughs> One day, um, she said, adults can't tell colors. They call white people white and they're pink. And they call black people black and they're brown. You guys don't know your colors. <laughs> and I had to laugh. I had to laugh. My granddaughter said that at five years old. Wow. You know what, babe? You're right. <laughs> That's very true. That's yeah. true. Uh -huh. um, yeah, kids, you, you learn a lot from kids. Yeah, they, kids be dropping the drink, babe. <laughs> uh -huh. um, let me see. So, And I, I actually remembered that when I would go in the lab. I, I remember what my granddaughter said. Yes, exactly. That's true. Some of their colors. <laughs> um, what are some mistakes women often make that they might not be knowing that they're making when staying stuck in a rut? Where I, I hate when, I, and I, I also laugh at the same time when I hear women say, "I've been doing this for over twenty years." Well, girl, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. If you've been doing it over twenty years, stop it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because times and and trends have changed and and, and products look, and, you know and looks change too 
So absolutely, absolutely. You know, they change too. Yep. And you know what? One thing I'm on a mission of is getting women to embrace themselves at every stage of the game. Me, I'm maturing and I love it. I love when I look in the mirror and I'm seeing that, you know, I'm becoming this full body grown woman. You know, Mm -hmm. I remember when I, you know, I remember when I was young and, and, you know, I had this seamlessly flawless looking skin, but I still feel like I have it at this age, you know, I still, but I have it for a more mature woman. And I'm fine with that. And women have to understand, embrace who you are at every age. There is beauty, every stage. And that's what mature allure is all about. You know, Angelica and I talk about that too. You know, just embracing who you are, where you are, and how to enhance that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really good point. And I think a lot of times people make you feel that because you get older, that maybe things, you don't want things to be the same. You don't want things to be how they were but maybe things aren't as good. And sometimes it's better. And sometimes the more you accept where you are, mm-hmm. and you know, the better you become. You I know? always say, listen, w- would you like the option of staying forever young? Because if mm. the option is being in the ground and never having to worry about aging anymore, this is the, this is the cycle of life. This is the beauty of life. And mm-hmm. I'm curious what I'm going to look at look like at the next stage. But no matter what, I'm going to look good because I'm going to maintain whatever... I have, and I'm going to age gracefully. I've never, not that this is a knock to anyone. I've never done Botox. I've never done fillers. I, listen, if that's what God wanted for me, I feel like that's what I would have. Now, yep. for who it's right for, it's right for. But I don't know what's going to happen when those fillers start to separate. I've seen people go to, to looking like balloon faces or, you know, yeah. formed. I, I'm good with this, you know, mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. I, I hope every woman is good with it at, at every stage of the game. I think you should look in the mirror and really appreciate what you see. And if you exactly. don't like it, do something about it in the sense of just get doing better skincare regimen, drinking a lot of water, eating more vegetables, um, exercising, doing things that keep that blood circulating. Like I'm on this health kick right now. My daughter and I decided, because I, I used to eat in restaurants every day, morning, lunch, and dinner. And yeah. now I'm eating at home, you know? Yeah. And it's so much, it's so much better because you know what you're putting in your food. Right. You know what you're getting. You know, right. when you eat at the restaurants, you're getting lots of fat, lots of sugar, lots of it, because it tastes they good. Because like that tastes good. Yes. It does. So that's a good way to be, you know? Yeah. We just made our own pico de gallo last night. It was so good. Cilantro, red onion, tomatoes. And it was so good. I love pico, but I hate that prep. Chopping up all that stuff. I know that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, But that's good, though. I'm not much of a cook, but I'm trying. (laughs) Yeah. Well, trying is trying works. Yeah. Um, eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so let's talk about eyelash extensions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, strip are good if you want to do that. Nowadays, there's lots of lashes going on, and feels like a hat for your lids to me. Yes, <laughs> I can't take. Me. I can't. Me take either. 
<laughs> but let's talk about that. Let's talk about if you are going to do lashes, eyelash extensions, like what's the best way to do the individuals? And then what's the best kind of strip? You know, I'm always going to be a strip girl. And if you have, if you're, if you're blessed with long lashes, then I say a thickening mascara, particularly my last couture mascara. But if you are going, I, me, I prefer to use my, I have medium lashes, but I prefer to use my mascara. And if I go out to like a show or something or a date, I'll wear falsies, but I prefer a strip number one, because some of these hair places out here, I mean, some of these last places are using wig um, glue. Yes. That they use for bonding. Um, some people are not as sanitary with this. So they're developing mites. A mm. lot of times if you sleep and you turn and you it rips your lashes out and your lashes serve a purpose, ladies. I know they look good in the mascara, but it's to keep free radicals out of your eye. So, you know, you got to take that into consideration as well, is that there is still a godly purpose for eyelashes and that's to protect mm. yeah, your, your eyes. And, um, but my preference would have to be strip lashes. Strip lashes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, or like if, natural looking ones oh okay yeah because i was going to say and even now like what you said about the individuals there are people who swear by the individuals if you're gonna do them <laughs> what are some things they really need to look out for like you said the the type of glue but some other what else should they look out uh, for? just making sure that you clean your eye properly you know you want to make sure because you can develop mites don't leave them on too long don't allow them to you know be unfilled a lot of people you ever seen people where they have some here and some over here and the, yeah there's a reason yep. for that there's a reason why you need your lashes so if you're going to wear them make sure that they stay maintained so that mm. you can still they still serve the purpose of keeping free radicals out of your eye yeah that's always a mm. okay um colors i got two more questions for you and then you know um, as far as choosing colors, we've talked about foundation and I, I, I think color, and I could be wrong. I think color choices are up to you. Maybe some people pick colors depending on what they're wearing, but what should people look out for when choosing colors? So if I had to, I mean, I do a little bit of both. There's times where I will, I'll do my colors to enhance my skin tone. Like my skin looks amazing with terracottas and molds. Uh, like when I put on mauve shadow or terracotta or peach, uh, those and bronze, those look amazing on me. Uh, and that's just when I just want to enhance my skin. But there are times yeah. when I am wearing an outfit that may have an amazing green in it. And I'll do like a cut crease in here where I'll just put, you know, like black all over. And then in this area, I'll put, you know, like a lime green mixed with maybe a champagne color to really create dimension on my eye. So you can do a little bit of both. I think starting out with basics when picking color, try to do it to enhance your complexion. Like the way you are right now looks amazing. You know, the colors you're wearing really enhance your natural skin tone. So it's a it's a choice. I always say your makeup is a part of your wardrobe. Just like you wear clothing, you wear your makeup to enhance your face that enhances what you're wearing. And the same way 
they do your hair. So mm-hmm. if one of those is missing, if you dress and makeup not done and hair not done, child, you wasted your day. You know? Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, okay, so then lastly, what is one solid piece of advice you would like to share for makeup application? Just implying. I if think that's what, what I would like to share is knowing your skin texture. Are you oily? Are you normal? Are you dry? So that you know the proper moisturizer to use, whether it's a non-oily base, whether it's a base that needs hydration, because that's ultimately going to prep your skin for your makeup application. So if your skin is nice and hydrated, um, and maybe you are, if you're normal, you can go either way. You can use matte, you can use skin finish. If you're uh, dry, I suggest that you stick with, you know, a hydrating formula such as the skin finish or serum type foundation. So it's about knowing what your skin type and texture is. Is there a combination like, oh, yes, of um, combination of like a combination, you know, you have combination skin, but like, what would you suggest if you do have combination skin? Is it better to go with like a skin finish versus a matte? Or... Um, you know, believe it or not, some sometimes as a makeup artist, I mix textures. If I if I know someone is oil extremely oily in here, I'll brighten with a matte, and if and then it, the rest I'll do with a skin finish. But you remember, I'm doing this for photo shoots and you know shows and things like that. But it also works in real life if you're willing to put the effort in. You know, mm, okay. I all the time, I mix textures. I did say that was my formulas. last question. I'm sorry, not textures, formulas. Oh, okay. I did say that was my last question, but you just brought up something being a makeup artist because you transitioned from modeling mm-hmm. into being a makeup artist. And I do want to talk about that because yeah. a, a lot of people, well, right now are thinking about transitioning. You people are losing jobs or they have hobbies that they want to turn into careers. How did you transition from being a model to being a makeup artist? So let me just say this. I have this philosophy in my life that every five years I have to graduate from whatever it is I do. Every five years. If I choose to pursue something now, I'll give it my 100% effort and I should be able to look back and see my growth. Um, I feel like I, I did all that I could do in modeling. I became a grown ass woman and was not going to sit there and be competing with 15 year old girls over something that I got to do when I was 15. And it's just, it's just right for who it's right for. I have, I have a certain way of structuring my life so that I can see the growth when I look back. And um, I became spiritually um, conscious that it wasn't no longer about how I looked. And I was tired of being judged on how I looked. And I wanted to do something. I saw how built up I was with confidence. And I would talk to a lot of women who weren't as confident. And the way for me to empower other people was to take something that I loved, like makeup, show them their transition and watch, you would see, I would see a woman come in, sit down, because I started doing makeup in department stores, sit down, 
feel bad about herself saying how she hates the way she looks or how she hates her skin or hate my hair. And I would do her makeup so beautifully. And then she would look in the mirror and you would see her like perk up and be like, oh, oh. Yep. I remember the first time it happened. The first time it happened, I knew I had found my love. And I tell you, I have been doing makeup for about 30 years and I still feel the same joy I feel from day one. That's wow. Yeah. And it was about empowering other women. I mean, I've done super rich women, billionaires. I've done, you know, regular women. I've done homeless women. And it just each one, each one. I had the same exact feeling of, wow, you know, I really feel happy that I left modeling to do this. Yeah. So I could not see myself still up there trying to shoot. <laughs> I'm trying to do a photo shoot. With well, I don't know how there. people, I don't know how people do it, but I mean, hey, you know, but, but at the same time, I'm also happy that women do it because oh, yeah, again, absolutely. it shows, it shows that as you get older, still beautiful. Still, Still you know, and that's what I'm saying. It's for who it's for. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you wanted to do it, you still could do it. It's just that, like you said, you chose something different for your life and it, and it's working. It's mm-hmm. obviously working, girl, because I've seen your clientele, your list. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Look at you. Thank you. That's good. Congratulations. Say, having those clients, that clientele, I still love doing everyday women. That's the part that brings me joy, you know? See mm-hmm. everyday women be happy with themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole lot in this world that be dragging us down. Don't let the way you feel about yourself be a part of that conversation, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Kim. Thank I you. I really appreciate this. Oh, and I hope I get a chance to meet you when I come. Well, I'll be there. I'll be in New York the next weekend, but then also in May. Okay. So, okay. If you're, you're in around, Georgia, mm-hmm. I was right outside Atlanta. In Georgia this weekend. I I thought about it. Are you? Well, next time you're in Georgia, call me. I'll I meet will. up with you. Last time you came, there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Next time you come in town, call me. I will definitely. And we'll do. I know you're trying not to eat out, but we'll have to special occasion. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll go somewhere that's not too. Uh, uh, we can just give them the the rules. Don't oversaturate with butter and all that stuff. That's what yeah, I'm trying to do. We can do that or okay. not. <laughs> okay, or not. <laughs> okay. Enjoy it. Um, all righty. Thank, Thank you. you. First, you sure. Hey. My time been off yours, boss. Hey.